Buenos nachos, amigos, and welcome to Juku, a podcast about East Asian pop culture for you by a couple of non-East Asian buddies. Uh, talk about K-pop, talk about, you know, more, mostly K-pop a lot of times, or, you know, other genres. Uh, I'm Peter Ray of your man with a plan. Here with me is my tag team partner, my partner in crime, my right-hand man on my left-hand side. Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? Doing good. I'm doing good. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Let's uh, just jump right into it. Let's get in it. Let's get it started. Um, uh, all right. Let's start off with so, what's new. What, what, Kaz, what's new with you? Yeah, for me this week, uh, I got one-on-one um, with one of their new tracks, uh, IPU. Uh, and it's it's supposed to be like a special track, uh, like a fan song. Which I have not, I I I didn't look into it, but I don't know. <laughs> I liked it. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a pretty good track. Uh, uh, it took listening. To I, it to I like realize, the beat. Yeah. It took listening to realize that it meant I promise you. I I, I didn't like mm-hmm. it, it when I saw the in, like words. I thought, like, what does that mean? Like, what is that? Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's a it's a cute fun track. Uh, super colorful video, super fun. Um, I don't know. Like, one on one hasn't hit me yet where they're yeah. growing on me just yet, but I, you know, give it time and we'll probably get there. Yeah. You can, kind of, you can definitely I see. I think they're one. on the right path. Yeah, they're on the right path. I think it, it's definitely well performed and well executed. It doesn't like, uh, doesn't you know surprise in any way uh but it works well like it's well executed uh and you, yeah you can see that they're all they're all uh very attractive young boys uh mm-hmm. and it shows well in the video uh there's a lot of cutesiness this is definitely has i didn't realize it had the, the it, 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 you know until i listened to it, the the fact that it was like uh that it's supposed to be interesting it, it the the like the moments in there very much feel like moments for like a, a fan song music video like just them being sitting around being cutesy uh there it does like have like an odd juxtaposition with the more like seriously performed like per, like choreography moments and like the like the more uh high energy like like uh instrumental parts of the song but it's like it's interesting I don't know. It, it's mm-hmm. it's uh, it, it's one of those things where it's like i don't think i, I, I don't think I, I i like this song is nice energetic seems nice uh their their the their version of pick me seems like a fun meme <laughs> i don't know if I, like it's one of those like this is the type of like feeling that I usually get from boy groups that kind of you know maybe makes gives me mixed feelings like it's like okay this exists for their fandom not for anybody outside that or kind of like I don't know uh this isn't exactly like that but it just kind of like invokes that this with a couple other things and the fact that they they haven't super like i think like you said turned either one of us on but it, it, it evokes that i guess a little bit but yeah 
All right. My next track is Penomeco. Penomeco or Penomeco or something like that. Yeah, it's a SM artist. Um, This track, uh, you have to understand, was produced by Zyko. (laughs) Yeah. you know they uh, they always love to put those on there. I I actually really enjoyed his voice. Um, I really liked the video too. I think the video is really just kind of chill. Um, but yeah, no, I really really enjoyed his voice. His voice is really really like it 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 just got me. It really fit really well and and uh reminds me that that Ezekiel might be actually really good at music <laughs> when he does yeah. things like this. When he steps away when he from being in front of it, yeah. Well, when he wants to. When he yeah. wants to like uh, kind of have a you know evoke an emotion, uh, I think yeah, it's produced really well. I didn't realize like Panama like this artist he was an SM artist like yeah uh that that kind of threw me off like I didn't like I didn't know SM you know signed guys like this uh yeah because <laughs> you wouldn't think that like it's like SM oh yeah they you know that's Girls Generation Shiny uh you know EXO Super Junior. Is there's that group, you know, that uh, group, you know, like they're that label, but to, to have artists like these, it's, it's, it shows, uh, it's nice because it shows like a little bit of growth and like exploring and kind of diversifying your portfolio and a, a bit, yeah, uh, which is cool to have just a, just a solo artist, like, uh, yeah, cause it's not like they haven't explored this type of music. It's just usually from their art idols, finally getting to do solo shit and like, all right, <laughs> uh, you're like i, I guess <laughs> like, yeah but yeah it's cool and and zico uh, his touch is felt uh mm-hmm. and i think it, it's for the better uh I, I mentioned in the pre-show that it does include the uh, which I, it seems like it's the new phenomena of like including the the an emoji from the i think the new s iphone Oh, which neither one of us have any experience with. <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, I think it's called I'm the still emoji. Stuck on a really, I'm stuck on a really bad Android phone that I need yeah. to get off of and get a new version of Android because because yeah. trying to do certain things sometimes that are phone dependent because like there are some websites or or social media things that 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 are more primarily designed to help you when you're trying to like be like, hey, I'm good at 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 this thing. And then you're like, well, no, great. I got to use that particular social media structure. <laughs> and then, and then your phone is like, uh, that, that photo that you just put on me takes up all of my memory. And you're like, and look, I just need to post it and then delete it. I just need to post it and delete it. And your phone's like, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. I can't handle that. When, when you can, you can almost feel your phone sweating. Like, yeah, under the stress. Uh, yeah, maybe get I'll, all right. So my last track, I might get a pixel. Uh, my last track uh, is by an artist named Sleepy, uh, and this one also has to have that feature of letting you know who it was produced by because it was produced by Gray. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of of Instagram, that that's kind of what this song is about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is uh, yeah. is uh, meeting someone and asking them what their what their social is. You know, yes. Yeah. What, what's your number? What's your it's, what's your IG? What's Instagram your Instagram? You know? <laughs> what's yeah. your Insta? 
Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. it's really cool. I, and I also thought it was a really cute video too, like to have all these like models and people, right, to kind of play off of. But then you you get this little cute thing where you kind of see they're at, and there was a couple of times where I'm like, I, I kind of want to go see if that's their actual like, <laughs> yeah, see if that's their actual is. like Instagram or something. I think, I think Which actually, is. you know, I might do that. Let me let me hold on. Let me do that real quick. <laughs> Let's do some roaming. Let's see. Uh, you do that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think it's really cool because it kind of plays up, it plays off of like, uh, I mean, we've had the thing on the show even, uh, and I love, I love the, the Ellie, uh, my girl Ellie from, from EXID appearing on the video. Uh, mm-hmm. I, it plays off of the, the fact that like, even like in, in music videos and like hip hop and R&B music videos and, and like in Korean hip hop and R&B, like we've talked about in the past is like yo we've seen like a model in one of the videos and like yo, yo what's your instagram though <laughs> and like mm-hmm. it plays off of that and then you know what he he does good work sleepy doing the doing doing the lord's work and providing you with the instagrams like yo i know i know what you want to know Uh-oh. i know you want to know that is what? this young lady's actual instagram <laughs> which one are you looking at the, like one of the very first girls that popped up that was in the in the video like and then she has she has photos from from her on the on the video shoot so you know yeah but there you go <laughs> so yeah. so yeah <laughs> if you see someone in this video and you're like oh you know <laughs> i want to follow that person good go do that yeah. i think that and now i actually think that's super cool <laughs> Yeah. God damn it! This video just went up a level for me, and I I don't even like the song that much. I think the song is cool. I think the concept of the song is cool. I think I I think his performance of it is pretty cool. I'm not super sold on his sound necessarily, yeah. But I do love Gray's producing on on most things. Uh, I think Gray is a really good producer, but like, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, go check that out. Uh, uh, nice appearance by a couple of people. Uh, also, a nice appearance by Dindin. Uh, yeah. A couple uh-huh. of the other knuckleheads he hangs out with, which is awesome. Uh, who are all awesome uh, knuckleheads. Uh, but yeah, go check out ID and get some IDs. Oh, awesome people. Yeah, follow some people on Instagram. Some uh, attractive uh, <laughs> models and Korean women on Instagram. Like I do. Um... Uh, yeah. All right. So, moving over to my tracks. Uh, so I have three pairs of songs because I had three people that dropped pairs of songs <laughs> that caught my attention. Mm-hmm. You know, this past week. Uh, and it can't be helped because of you know I guess it's the thing to drop pairs of songs. But we'll talk about them in pairs because uh, there's no need to. They're, they're uh, it'll take us forever if we talk about them individually, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's first talk about J Hope, the boy from BTS. Uh, he dropped his mixtape, and it's it's. Uh, I'm sure y'all have uh, heard of it, uh, because <laughs> it's blowing up. Uh, just as B, you know, I guess it's just further proof that BTS are just on a tear, like they're just unstoppable. Uh, but yeah, 
J Hope's yeah. mixtape has been blowing up. I've I've had to hear about this because because a friend is is a very big BTS fan, so yeah. <laughs> I've heard. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, in all fairness, they they they've earned it. They put in the work and they've earned it. Uh, J Hope finally coming out with his mixtape. Uh, and putting out a couple of uh, title tracks. Both at this point, uh, I don't need to tell you about them, but I'd like to talk about them. Uh, Daydream uh, first, and then he dropped uh, another track in Airplane. Uh, I think these are both really cool. Like uh, they have different vibes. One's a little bit more mm-hmm. like laid back and chill, and day in uh, in uh, Airplane, uh, and Daydream is a little bit more high energy, but still kind of chill. Uh, like it. <laughs> like up tempo but still kind of like cool and and like uh laid back in a in a sense with a while still having like a little bit of an energy uh i think they're both really well made i, I really enjoyed them uh and i wanted i definitely want to check out the rest of his, his mixtape i guess uh for, for all that word means anymore uh actually i know what that word means it means the label gets to pay you half <laughs> that's what it really means nowadays uh but yeah i don't know this is a really cool track like it's a really like i like his uh his his approach to the music i like his like like per- how his personality shines in the videos and the music uh the you know daydream is a really fun kind of like video uh and, but like it's it's fun and it, but it does kind of like actually you know talk about a couple of things of like um, uh that he explores emotionally uh but both still being like a little bit more up tempo and then like airplane it just uh uh gets to be his uh his ability to kind of brag about the fact that he's a high flying stealing wheeling jet jet st- <laughs> jet flying son of a gun. Mm-hmm uh yeah i liked i liked the airplane more out of the out of the two um just because i like the sound of it more than anything less less maybe the context but the sound of it is really really good and i i enjoy the fuck out of it yeah i think yeah i think it's just i think it's it's fitting to be like the 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 probably the more feature song It, it is the the vibe of it is really cool and the sound of it is really cool and like uh and i think that his his delivery on the hook is really cool like it, it in and and the way kind of it, it flows is really nice um yeah no need to tell you about j-hope all y'all uh we just want to talk about how we dug it uh but let's talk about somebody else who i am in love with uh mama moo came out with a couple songs uh one song they came out previously with a song called paint me that which is okay n- not a huge like not a not a huge attraction but it was like a pre-release track uh but it was interesting uh but they come up with a couple of tracks one more pre-release track and then their official title track uh in first uh byeol param taeyang or star a star of wind flower sun uh and then everything changed when the fire nation attacked I, I don't know uh and their title track uh, uh starry night and 
Uh, the pre-release track is actually really nice. Uh, it's it's about it's more ballady than anything, uh, but it it is a great showcase of their vocals and they they execute fantastically. Um, mm-hmm. It does start and end <laughs> in the most Mamamoo way, <laughs> uh, which is fantastic. I think it showcases the personality. I think this is more of a like, uh, hey, you know, this is a nice little like maybe a more of a fan song that they kind of like way to kind of show off their personalities a bit uh but then you move on to starry night which i think is uh they went a little bit more serious i guess but i think had a nice epicness to it uh had a nice sound that kind of like it's you know it's not trading entirely new ground but it's 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 it is a little out of left field but i think it works really well i think that they're they all shine vocally and and performance wise the the video is amazing to look at uh but it is ev- like so much of what i love about mamamoo uh the like it's hard cuz like i you know we we sometimes kind of i sometimes kind of get a little bit uh annoyed you know a little bit bothered by some people who get a little bit focused on like technical vocal abilities in k-pop but then again, I'm a I'm a Mama Moo fan, you know. Uh, but I think it's because yeah, they have the the chops, but they have they bring in a personality that helps that that is only helped by their ability to execute solidly. But they 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 still are able to bring a personality and a and an energy to the music that is beyond just the they can sing the notes good, you know? Um, yeah. I don't know. What, what do you think, Kaz? Uh, I like Starry Night a bit more. Um, neither of them really hit me that, like, much. Um, like, I'm not... Like I said, I've, I've always said I'm not just not the biggest fan of ballads. Ballads just, like, kind of don't do it for me. I like music generally to be more energetic, but it doesn't mean it's bad. I don't think it's bad. It just isn't, you know, my cup of tea. But, you know, I, I kind of like the pacing of Starry Night. I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Uh, <clears throat> that uh, the other big thing is I like that Moonbyal gets a chance to be a little bit more integrated vocally uh, in outright singing. Well, I'm singing in both because uh, outright, you know, just doing a regular singing verse in, in uh, the first track. <laughs> Uh, and then doing kind of like a more sing, quote unquote, rap uh, in this one, and that you know, with her low tone is fantastic. Um, yeah, Mamamoo. I I've already I, I already pre-ordered this album. Just, just put on mm-hmm. it out there. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting on Yes Asia's to ship it. Uh, this and and the previous album because I realized I hadn't gotten that one. Uh, and I I looked up. I saw the pictures. Once again, still that consistent box design. A little bit of Mama Moo. It's going to be that same shape that the other albums were. Um, yeah. I just, just got to figure out if this is the continuation of Phase 2 of the Mama Moo musical universe or if this is Phase 3. But that's for another, that's for another day. Uh, okay, another couple of tracks. Uh, Sojung of Ladies Code was given a chance to do a couple of solo tracks 
off on a, like a little mini album and i it, it's so cool it's like i don't know where uh it was kind of a surprise uh and i'm you know it, it's like it's part of a project or something uh working together with paper planet uh sojung released a couple tracks one in crystal clear which is uh, and the other one uh stay here i think that is more the title track uh crystal clear uh, i think for both of them uh is it's very much a vocal showcase uh i think like it, it's one of those things I, I think both of those songs are really i don't i i enjoyed them just for the fact that i get to like they they did a great job of like showcasing and utilizing uh so jung's voice which i think is one of my one of like like my favorites uh as far as like the tone as far as like how unique her, you know the sound of her voice is i think uh with uh uh crystal clear kind of had like the the instrumental and how how it, uh how it plays for her voice um uh, yeah and I think and stay here. I think I liked Crystal Clear a little bit more, but I think Stay Here does sound like a solid title track and makes sense for for the one that yeah. Like I, I kind of like Stay Here a little bit more, which is odd, right? It's a slower pace song. I think I just like if I'm gonna take a slower pace song, I usually just kind of want one person singing it. I think yeah. I don't know what it is about that. Like I, I gotta figure that out. And do yeah, one person on myself. controlling the pace. Yeah. Yeah, um, but Crystal Clear isn't bad. It's just uh, if I'm comparing th- the one artist to themselves over two songs, then you know, yeah, um, yeah. I think that they're they're both really solid, and I think the main thing is I just I love getting more chances to hear So Jung's voice and anything from Ladies Code. Uh, I also love to uh, stay here. You get a little like cameos by the other members. Uh, ladies code yeah uh and which is really nice and the videos are really cool if you want to go check them out on uh, our links but the, the videos are visually really cool and interesting uh and like really well shot too uh, yeah i'm i'm hoping that this is a sign that we're gonna get a a proper ladies code comeback they still have to finish that trilogy that they promised. Uh, you know, they can put out those two minis. Now they got to put out the third eventually. Uh, they all did get new hairstyles, new hair colors. So that usually is a <laughs> sign that there's going to be a comeback. Uh, so we'll look forward to that. Uh, I, I do love Ladies Code. And I have for a while. And I, and I want I want them to have a chance to shine. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, that is it for what's new. Uh, we're going to transition over to our headline segment. So join us over there, which is actually just here. We'll, we're just going to switch and play a song and be right back. So stay right there. <laughs> Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to our headline segment here on Hollywood. We're talking about top- topical topics, things going on in the world of East Asian pop culture. Uh, yeah, 
fun stuff. Well, some non-fun stuff. Uh, all right. So, shit's going down in Clay Class. Uh, Clay Class, I mean TS Entertainment and uh, and Secret. Uh, there's a lot of articles going back and forth, but basically, what's going on uh, is Hyosung, Hyosung and June are in a legal legal dispute. Uh, with TS Entertainment, uh, they both announced that they're leaving Secret. Uh, at this point, basically, you know, kind of like putting a nail in the coffin of of that uh, of another iconic girl group of like that generation. Uh, and they're both having to sue uh, to to nullify their contracts. Uh, there's a lot of back and forth, especially from uh, TS Entertainment. Uh, yeah, it is, it is a little bit of a, a hubbub. Uh, yeah, like, look, the, the, there's a lot of back and forth of, uh, you know, allegations, uh, we still don't know, yeah. you know, it's, obviously it's, so it kind just of the, the way it looks, yeah, so kind of the way it looks like this breaks down is, is some of the girls have, have had an issue and then they're deciding, uh, they're deciding to leave. Um, TS Entertainment, I think, I guess, threatened some of them with legal action. Then, uh, Hyosung leaves and beats them to the bush, right? And then decides to just take action against TS Entertainment rather than just waiting for TS Entertainment to, uh, just kind of let them, let them rot away. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's one of those things, like, we t- I think we, we, we talked about it uh, last week. You kind of touched on it. It's like that, that, that not wanting to let go of that faint possibility of, like, all oh, those will come back. Or, or also not wanting that headline and, and, you know, keeping them under contract for as long as possible. Because you don't want that uh, group A, you know, group B is disbanding, you know, like, uh, headline. You want to avoid, the, yeah. you know, so they're trying to avoid that headline at all measures. I don't know. It, yeah, it is, is a tale to as old as time, as, at least as old as K pop. Um, I don't know. It, how, how, how are you, what, what reaction do you have to, like, this particular drama or even to just like the fact that you know secret is done i mean i don't know i'm I'm starting to not feel any particular way about these things right it's just it's i don't know like it's just i'm i'm starting to not know how to feel or know what to think with these things and these groups and these like it's just hard it's a it, it almost makes like it, it almost makes me feel like i i'm getting to the point where like i don't know if i can be a fan of k-pop anymore right and it's yeah. it's not necessarily anything wrong with k-pop itself right it just is more like it it's hard right because then you like a group you don't now you don't know if this group is just forced upon each other you don't know like i don't know there's just so much that that you have to think about like it just 
it's getting to this point where it just is really, really rough being a fan of K-pop. Because, um, and, and, right, because, like, you hit this situation where you're like, well, I, I like that group. I like this group that they put together, but I'm getting to this point where I don't like that label. I don't like that, 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 you know, whatever, like, because of how they treat, how they've treated other groups in the past, right? Like, and it's getting to be too consistent to, to, I don't know. It's just, it's just yeah. rough. It's just really, really rough. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it's like you realize that it, it, it we're because like you know when we get into this like we we are watching a microcosm of what you know uh, the music industry is in general. I think that it's a little predatory, a little bit you know one sided. It's just that we we are we are we are watching this intently. As opposed to like say another music industry intently, but then you you kind of you t- all of those factors and all those motivations that you already like always see in like the music industry, and then add on to that the factors of oh like like how well the these K-pop companies have say internalized every part of the K, you know k-pop training k-pop's management process uh like the fact yeah. that they are your they are the label and the management like we stop to think about it, it's like hey isn't that kind of weird that they're i mean it's not new there are some people that do it in the here that there's people that want to manage your career but also like help you like stuff in, in the studio and it happens elsewhere but it's kind of weird, especially on a big level, that they're the manager and the label. Like yeah. when your manager usually is the person that represents you and your economic interests in negotiations with people's like people like record labels and people who want to sign you into contracts. It's like it's like it's like if uh, it's like uh, if like Tom Brady was also managed by Robert Kraft, <laughs> like like. You know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it feels like a conflict of interest, but they've been able to manage this. Like we, 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 like we represent you, and we're also profiting from like this, this back and forth. So they control the entirety of the process. They control the the entirety of your career, uh, and they kind of hold that over you, uh, and and other things like how they they recruit young and are able to kind of with the they have that power power uh power leverage over you to make you sign bad contracts and things like that so if we see that in that microcosm and it's just like man i got into this for fun silly pop music but man this is heart this is heartbreaking (laughs) it's like Mm -hmm. it's like being into anime and then realizing how shitty the animators got treated (laughs) it's like you know, like like the drawers, and it's like, hmm, this is kind of pooping on my parade. Uh, so yeah, it, it is definitely heartbreaking to kind of like uh, realize, oh yeah, this this entire industry, like mo, like a, like a lot of music industries, is run by crooks and idiots, <laughs> and <laughs> a lot of it is not completely, but just a lot of it is. Uh, I don't know. 
it, it is is one of those things where it's like at the very least we have other genres of music to get into. There's yeah. that. But it's just, just it's uh, it, it's more like people only worrying about themselves, right? Only worrying about their bottom line, only worried about about the 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 problem with their their income bracket, right? You you spend a and and, and I don't I'm not justifying it, but the, the theory is right. You spend a lot of money on these groups to to try to get them to a point so that you're earning money off of them. And then the thing is that they're scared that when these groups go away, well, then you have to do that all over again, and you don't know if you're going to have that same success rate, right? Like you you put out an EXO what's the possibility that that you then again you, you, get yeah. another EXO yeah you, know? you don't know that NCT is going to be like be able to like slip in if you know like you don't know if that's going to succeed which is, yeah which is definitely understandable there's a huge risk and we've talked about how people are risk averse in in K-pop yeah yeah so you know that's part of it. that's just part of the theory to it. So yeah, well, not theory. That that is exactly kind of what you know yeah. what what part of it is is, and, it's, is you have that thing. Yeah, and uh, if you if you look at it, oh sleepy, is sleepy under? Oh sleepy, sleepy is TS Entertainment. <laughs> Call back to the earlier. Yeah, because so looking at like TS Entertainment and you think about um. Uh, what do they have? It's like, oh, they have BAP. They had Secret. Not anymore. Uh, they have BAP. And, you know, they've had a back and forth between, between them, you know, before uh, their past legal struggles. Uh, and they have Sonamu, uh, who are, you know, still trying to find their ground, trying to find uh, solid ground still in, in, in this industry. Uh, you know, I had a couple members in that, uh, in that, uh, uh, in the, the unit, one of which, at least one of which, if not more, um, let's say, okay, no, just one of which is now, you know, the, the, one of the members of the final groups in unity. Uh, so the, but they're still trying yeah. to find, like, you know, they're still trying to find the, their, their flow and their place in the industry and they're, they're trying to find some solid ground so it's like you can definitely see the the desire to like cling but yeah you know, but they're not finding the best ways to do it to 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 hang on uh yeah you gotta you gotta at least uh it, it Looking out for your artist's best interests sometimes is actually your best interest because you get to keep making money. If you make them happy, you just make more money. Uh, but it's hard to mm-hmm. think it's... Uh... Oh, well. Um, all the best to the artists at TS Entertainment trying to fight that good fight. Um, moving on. I mean, we're, let's talk about an exciting new debut. Uh, in K-pop, uh, you know, new girl group, uh, already has some buzz, already has some like notoriety. 
uh you know which is exciting that the, the artists you know have a fan, built-in fandom it's always good to you know have that uh when you're you know debuting in a new group especially in a competitive field like k-pop um yeah korea's newest k-pop girl group made up of three japanese adult film stars debuts next month uh there's no doubt as to which gender the group is trying to attract uh i don't know about that but yeah uh, adult videos actresses uh, are sometimes stigmatized by Japanese society, a com- complication has, which has led to new guidelines being pushed out to protect them after leaving the trade. But not for newest K-pop group Honey Popcorn, which unabashedly proclaims that all three members are Japanese adult video stars. Uh, the news blazed through the near internet when Yua Mikami, a former member of the mega girl group SKE48, announced recently on her Instagram that her idol group will be debuting soon. As soon as the 14th March uh, in South Korea, as a matter of fact. Uh, March 14th, uh, which is like just a few days. Uh, is, you know, in quote, it's been decided that Miko Matsuda, Miko Matsuda and Sakura Moko uh, and I will be debuting. I'm glad I can finally announce this. Uh, and though it'll be a harsh industry, we'll give it our best. Uh, joining you are, like she said, uh, uh, is uh, Okada Risako and Ito Yuu, uh, who are former members of M- NMB48. No, this is the, the thing says otherwise. Uh, Ito will inject some scissors of cuteness and Okada charms the audience with school like innocence. Uh, even though their announcement draws some, drew some flack from vocal minority fans, most hope they're for their debut success. They're returning to their idol group's roots after all, and if a fellow JV actress can seem her all the way back into competitive snowboarding, which is, uh, of course, referring to, uh, well, of course, I don't know. Um, Melo Imai, who want to get back in competitive uh, snowboarding. Uh, maybe they can too. Um, this is definitely this is definitely fascinating. This is definitely kind of interesting, like way to get back into idol life. Uh, to say the least. Uh. It's it's interesting that they would choose going to Korea, uh, but I guess it's like for you know for a different, you know, different industry, different uh, resources. I mean, Korea is just kind of more the hotter industry for that for like idol pop at the moment, right? It's just it's kind of bigger than than Japan. Japan is kind of locked in. It's hard. It's harder in japan to start a newer group um and i don't know the the other stuff like has been very here here nor there like it's just it's a selling point at this point so i don't know i didn't i didn't really find this that interesting yeah. uh it's just a, it's just funny thing uh uh we'll have to see you know basically we'll have to just see uh if, what you know what they do and what what they actually sound like uh but it's just yeah uh an interesting like you know we'll have to see how it works out there uh they're already getting buzz obviously uh you know getting uh to to they're supposedly you're not getting to play overseas they're inviting you know and fittingly enough getting invited to an anime convention so that's exciting uh they've been invited to anime matsuri uh, uh this is the other part that i found like 
interesting with that headline. It's like they got invited to anime Matsuri, even though they haven't debuted yet, which is like the ultimate sign that 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 convention, which I had never heard of up until this these like two uh, up until seeing two headlines about them on on uh, Reddit, is crashing and burning in a glorious fashion, uh, because apparently mm-hmm. the everyone involved people involved are creeps. Uh, and and like people like uh, Femme and a bunch of voice actors are are boycotting them. So it looks. It, I love like the the fact that it's like they're in so deep trouble that they're just inviting anybody, <laughs> including groups that haven't debuted yet. <laughs> well, it, it's not inviting anybody, right? You you go with with groups that don't already know your pedigree, right? Like yeah. because they're not focused on on knowing your pedigree, so. So they're just looking for any kind of, um, they're looking for any kind of introduction to to get fans, and and you're looking at like it's just you know they don't they don't have the pedigree yet to know who not yeah. to deal with. Yeah, which is of course one of the people not to deal with is anime Matsuri, just from reading this. <laughs> so. Yeah. Don't go to Anime Matsuri. Hopefully they 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 uh they wisen up and decide not to go, but we'll see. Uh but moving on. To kind of something tangentially related, which I thought was a really cool thing. Uh Sunmi uh tells Days that the difference in treatment of male and female celebs is celebs is significant. Uh Sunmi Sunmi, a girl. Uh, had a d- re- interview with Dazed, uh, you know the, which I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing, but she had a nice little excerpt uh, about how you know different people get treated. So like the question being, if it said that to, if it said to take over the role of diva is the idea too huge? Do you have anything to say about living as a diva in Korea? Uh, to which she answers, honestly, I never see myself as a diva. I am grateful to be viewed as one, but I still feel, bur- feel burned by the saying. It is a, it's, a div- it's a difficult world for women to live in. The standard for female singers is especially strict. Relationship news scandals are a heavy blow towards female celebrities. When I look at the comments or posts, the difference in treatments for male celebrities are very big. Insults, sexual assaults. I wanted to keep quiet, but I am really angry lately. <laughs> Sometimes I feel frustrated, just like how there must be people who would hate this interview. That's why I don't want to do this interview insincerely. I want to do this with all of my heart. Even if I'm not becoming more frank and open, I feel like women are going to live the harder way forever. That's why I have made the preparation for the public to love me and also the preparations for the public to hate me. (laughs) Uh, It's like, let them haters come, which I think is fantastic. Uh, but it's I, not, I, it's a, yeah. That's, yeah. That idea, that concept, that thing is not a surprise in any entertainment industry. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. I, I think for Korea and the Korean entertainment industry, a lot of it stems from cultural representations too, like, or, or, or cultural norms, not cultural representations, cultural norms, right? Um, and it's, it's hard, like, it's hard to, for, for people to shake those things, right? It's hard for, for 
people to to get rid of their social structure but that thing across the board in 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 just all of the world exists right it it just exists throughout the world where where if a male celebrity is talked about sleeping with someone uh that that necessarily he shouldn't unless it's unless it's somebody significantly younger than him right he's not he's not has to be crucified or poo-pooed or or talked about right like in a bad way um th- th- there has to be a very specific thing for him to be talked about in a bad yeah. way but if a female celebrity like sleeps with anyone then it's like oh oh my, oh you know like it's the hums and the haws it's the this and the that and it comes from every news outlet, right? And 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 it's not just it's not just a male dominance thing either, right? Because because and 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 like this is one of those things that always frustrates me when when you kind of talk about these kind of things, right? Is and and it, it could be a little bit of of both, but there's always these moments where like you'll look at somebody say like, oh, you know, because of men, this. But then all the clips they show, it's like female reporters talking about like, oh, you know, we're reporting how she did this and she did that, you know, and it's a, it's a little bit of that too, right? It's a little bit of maybe just take, also take the stand and don't talk about it or, or something like, and, and some of it is, is male bullshit and male running media companies and things like that. But like, I think it comes down to other people. It, it doesn't come down to one person taking that stand, right? It comes down to other people saying to everyone else around them that that's not okay to do. Yeah. Um, you don't. You don't have to have one person be this righteous, upstanding person, which we always have to have for some reason before anybody else decides to do anything. Like, just just when somebody says that shit, either either ignore it, don't give it attention, don't give it views, don't give it don't give it anything. Or or, or just shut it down. In, or sh- yeah, shut it down. You know what I mean? Like, and that's yeah. kind of the way we we live in this world, right? Because if you give sometimes, if you give it any attention, then it gains traction. So sometimes the better thing to do is just ignore those people when they put out those kind of stories and stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I think that yeah, it's not no. It, it, the big thing is that that it's noteworthy that this is a thing. But yeah, the the fact yeah. that somebody like Sun like would be be able to just like say, yeah, fuck it, like like I'm I'm gonna say this, and I don't I'm I, I'm prepared for everyone to hate me. <laughs> like I'm prepared yeah. for the hate, you know. It's like like, like I recently like for me one of the things I did was like I started going through like because. I'm I'm trying to get back into using Twitter and and other social streams outside of Instagram, right? Like, because I kind of got locked into Instagram for a little while, and I went back to Twitter and I was looking at things and I was looking at my Twitter feed and I'm just like, oh god, that story is so dumb, or oh god, like, like you know, like why would anyone talk about that? Like, why would anybody write about this? And then the thing I I decided was like. Rather than this, rather than being angry about it or and 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 adding to the comment on that that thread, I'm gonna just go into my shit and unfollow it. Right? 
no, it doesn't go away. No, no, it doesn't mean, you know, this, that, or the other. But yes, people are going to continue to write about these things. People are going to continue to do that. But the more I comment on that thread, right, the more I go, how dare you? How I can't believe you would, would write about that. I can't believe you you would have that view on that. All I'm doing is drawing more people to look at it when I do those things with, with that particular kind of stuff, right? So for me, the way I've decided to deal with that is I'm just going to hit the unfollow button. I don't have to see it. I don't have to see the comment thread. It doesn't It doesn't drive me to want to comment on it. And then that's one less comment. And that's one less thing that's going to drive more people to see it, right? And I, and I think that in, in this realm with that kind of stuff is what we need to do. With other stuff like what she's talking about, it's being more vocal and saying like, it's not okay for you to have that double standard. Yeah. It's, which is, which is uh, admittedly for not easy for everyone to do, but yeah, it's one of those things that's like, but it, it's important to recognize that, that it's not easy for everyone to do. Uh, but if everyone can do their l- little bit, you know, uh, everyone yeah. can like, in, in that level, it, it, you know, it, it's good to have big revolutionary people uh, to fight the big battles, but you know, if there's if there's one thing I learned from the end of one One Punch Man, uh, is that everyone can contribute. You don't have to be yeah. the one guy that can punch somebody to death. You can be the person that uh just get evacuates people. Yeah. You can be you can be Moomin Rider. Shout out yeah. to Moomin Rider. But but it's the problem, right? Everybody kind everybody most of the time wants to be the hero. Nobody wants to be. Nobody, nobody wants to be like left out of the story, right? Nobody wants to be either, either nobody, either nobody wants the hero or everybody wants to be the hero. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's 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 rough. It's rough out there for for everyone, uh, and it's scary out there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's scary to, to do to do all that. So. Uh, anybody that can do it, I, I commend you. Anybody that can be stand up for, you know, uh, get out there, stand up against fucking inequality bullshit. Uh, and you know, all powerful, all the powerful, strong women out there. Uh, it, it's it's interesting to talk about this day because it's when we're, when we're recording it is International Women's Day. So there's like a lot of like hubbub all over the internet today, which is really cool because it's like a lot of celebrating of, you know, a lot of celebrating of women that are that are you know that that and and women celebrating each other and lifting each other up. That's the other thing. Uh, we need we need more of that. Women yeah. lifting each other up. Like don't don't. You know the, the 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 you don't don't need to go to your oppressors for acceptance. Like <laughs> you lift each other up, and you know you're good. Like, uh, right. you know, can lend each other a hand. Have some solidarity. Um, like it, very oddly, it. like interconnected. Right to me was was. A story that I covered on another podcast where we were talking about 
the the women's national hockey team for the for the US, right? And how they weren't getting paid equally to the the men's national hockey team. And originally like the people who were in control of that just figured like ah whatever they'll they'll bow out at some point right and i and and i think in that solidarity is like one the thing that happened was they were like oh we'll we'll just replace them with like the next set of people down right but everybody stood together and was like no i'm not gonna play for your team when you're already a shitty person you know what i mean like like Like, there's a reason they don't want to play for you and no one else wants to, too. And then the continuation of that solidarity came from the national men's hockey team saying, like, yo, if you're not going to treat them for what they're worth, we're not going to play either. You know, like, that's where that continuation happens, right? Like, like. One, helping each other, right? Like, like, don't be the detractor. Don't be the person that that accepts the bad to help yourself right like like be the person that that continues the good like like every other female in like college and then youth league was like no you like we're, we won't play we won't do that because you you're not treating the people who are already playing for you correctly right and and then to have that even more pressure then now you have even more people saying like no we we stand with them we agree with them you know like that you're not treating them right and you should and and the great thing of that is we come around to these olympics and and they then the national women's team wins a fucking gold medal so <laughs> pay people what they're worth and yeah. they'll do good things yeah yeah <laughs> um like like the great queen latifah once said unity that's a unity <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, all shout out fighting to all out there, especially with all the craziness of the fact that, uh, all the craziness in Korea now with the whole me too movement, <laughs> like we haven't really covered it cause it's not a really a pop culture thing, but wow. That yeah. is, I mean, even it is affecting pop culture cause it's starting to like get into like movies, uh, directors and like. Uh, movie producers and like uh, possibly idol singers you know it's like there's a lot going out there keep you know there's 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 way too much for this dumb little podcast to 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 unpack almost so go check all that out and uh it's it's wild out there um but yeah uh one last little thing I, i just wanted to shout out the fact that uh baby metal is coming to america uh yeah, uh, they're doing some some uh, new tour date. So they're doing America, and they're going to be doing some bits in Europe. Yeah, so they're gonna they're gonna can they're gonna, like they're gonna start off in Kansas. They're gonna hit up Austin, uh, Dallas, Houston. It's crazy. They're doing like three shows in in Texas. Uh, they're hitting up Atlanta, uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, yeah. Nashville, Tennessee, Columbus. Ohio, like a lot of it, you know, some of that is like you know, because uh, Columbus, Ohio, they're gonna hitting up Rock on the Range, uh, and uh, I believe another one, Marathon Music Works, but I think that one is mainly the big event, and then they're also gonna be hitting up uh, Nur- Nur- Nuremberg, Germany, and Nuremberg, Germany, uh, uh-huh. in uh, Innsbruck, Austria, 
Utrecht in the Netherlands, uh, and Derby in the UK for Download UK, the big festival over there. That's going to be uh, really cool. But yeah, I just want to, you know, it, it just gives that a shout out because uh, Baby Metal are um, amazing, uh, and they're going to play great, and you, you people should go see them. <laughs> Uh, I imagine it's going to be a little bit uh, hard for them, considering uh, you know they're they're going to be uh, with heavy hearts, but they're going to play their heart outs, uh, possibly part at least partially in memory of Mikio. Uh, but yeah, go see them. Go see Baby Metal. They're a fantastic band, not just a gimmick, but a really fantastic, talented band. Uh, I wish I could go see them. <laughs> Uh, maybe one day. Maybe one day. I get to see Baby Metal yeah. live. Uh, yeah. Alright, that's the end of another episode of Halijuku. Kaz, yeah. what, what, what do you got going on in your world? Uh, speaking of uh, speaking of sports, uh, everybody should go check out sportsoddsandends.com, the sports podcast for the fly-by-night sports fans, where we talk about everything from the ball sports to the e-sports. Um, so yeah, definitely go check us out. We did our wrap-up of, uh, of the Olympics, and we'll have a new episode coming out soon where we talk about more stuff. Uh, talked about some trade things in, in the the in the baseballs and, and how uh, the owners are being stingy with their goddamn money. Yeah. And the, play- the Players Association, or Association are yelling at some teams, including the Marlins. <laughs> I look forward to listening to that episode. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, also, goddamn J.R. Smith. Uh, uh, go listen to that, yeah. including J.R. Smith throwing a bowl of soup at an assistant coach. I talk about that as well. <laughs> yeah. J.R. Smith. Uh, but yeah, sportsazanez.com. You can find him at King Kaz everywhere. Uh, I'm PD Rave. The show is Halijuku. Uh, you can find it on kpoppodcast.com. It's also an easy way to share with your friends. Uh, Rebelli.net for this and other shows, including Record Breakers. Uh, this upcoming week, we should have uh, the Gaslight Anthems album, uh, which is interesting. It's a really nice little discussion of, like, we could almost call it Springsteen Punk. <laughs> of all things. Well, it's interesting, so go check that out. Follow on there. Give us some feedback there. Give us some feedback here. Uh, Rebelli.net and all for all the shows. Rebelli TV on YouTube and all of the places. Um, like, share, subscribe. Do all things. Until next time. Hasta los huevos. Diamond Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs>